Welcome to episode 47 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rina Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage it all, you are absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you'll hear all kinds of ways to make your life calmer, more organized, and maybe even happier. Welcome to our episode today. And our episode today is going to be something that's especially important for newer moms. But if you've been a mom for a while, I think you're also going to really enjoy this episode. And I also feel like even though I'm sitting here alone in a room, I feel like your energy is with me, the experienced moms, because as I talk today, I know that you are going to believe the same things that I'm saying right now, because you have lived through this, you have experienced it, but this episode is really dedicated to the newer mom, that mom who has a new baby, maybe a few new babies, you know, maybe one, two, three new babies, maybe even you're still breastfeeding. You are just a new mom and maybe things are really hard for you. So as I talk today, whether you're a new mom or a more experienced mom, we are going to debunk some myths, okay? We are going to take some myths and we're going to throw them in the trash can exactly where they belong. Because like most myths, they are absolutely untrue. And the real truth is the total opposite. It is the total opposite. So let me tell you why. Hello, my fellow mom. Thank you so much again for listening. I'm so glad you're here because I love episodes where we get to debunk some myths, right? It doesn't get much better than that. And I hope you're doing well. I hope life is going well for you. I'm doing okay this week. (laughs) It's a week by week basis, right? Every week feels different, but I'm doing okay. I even got the bathrooms cleaned, so things are looking up. And I'm excited to be here and just chatting with you. It always feels so good. It feels like I'm chatting with a good friend. I just love this time. Every time I record a podcast, the rest of my day is always amazing. Can I just say? It just fills me with so much positive energy. So thank you for listening and thank you for being here. And today we are going to debunk one of the most disempowering myths that there is out there for working moms. I hate this myth. It just, it makes me crazy. I don't like it. I don't know who came up with it. I'm not going to blame any one type of person, but I suspect I know. But today's episode came about because somebody in our Facebook community group posted something that just about broke my heart. Okay, it was so sad. Here's what she wrote. Since I've become a mom, I feel I'm not a great employee anymore. Ouch, right? Ouch. But this is a myth, right? She is talking about the myth that we hear in our society that working moms are not good employees. Yuck. And I'm glad I started out this episode saying that we are going to debunk myths because that's what this is. 
It's also garbage, okay? It is a garbage belief perpetuated by people who are not being very helpful, shall we say. (laughs) It's going to be really hard for me to not say who I think perpetuates this belief, but I'm going to try throughout this episode. I see already it's going to spill out. But I remember being this woman, okay? I remember being her. And like I said when I started the introduction, this episode is dedicated to newer moms because many, many newer moms feel this way. And I hope, it is my hope that more experienced moms know that this is baloney. This is garbage. But when my first child was born, I remember feeling so embarrassed because, you see, I'm a working mom and I was pumping, okay? I had my special pumping bag. I still remember, you know, they make them to try to look very official. (laughs) And they are. They're black. Thank God they're not like pink with little baby feet on them. But they're black. But come on, like everybody knew what it was. And I was really lucky because at the time, most of my coworkers were men, (laughs) but they were family men. So they had kids, they had grandkids. And as I would leave my cubicle with my distinctive black bag to go pump, they would say to me, off to go do your mommy thing. And with supreme embarrassment, I would say, yes. With that kind of voice, like, yes. (laughs) And it was embarrassing. And I felt exactly like the person in our group. I felt like I am not a great employee anymore. I had just taken off six months when I had my baby. I had to go pump. I was exhausted. And I remember feeling actually shaky. I was very shaky at work all the time because physically I'm pumping. Okay, (laughs) I know there are a few dads who listen to our episodes, and I'm sorry, okay? (laughs) I'm sorry if this is TMI, but this is reality. I mean, I'm exhausted, I'm getting no sleep, I'm breastfeeding, I'm pumping. It's a lot. It is a lot, and I did not feel like the best employee in the world, can I just say? But here's what I wish I would have been able to tell my younger self, okay? Because once I got my groove in, I wish my younger self would know that I would astound myself with my productivity, with my professionalism, with all kinds of new skills that came from being a parent. See, it is the exact opposite. And that's what the new moms do not know. And if you're a seasoned mom and you don't know this, I am so glad you're listening to this episode. And also, even if you know this, here's a reminder that working moms, it's the opposite. We make the best, best, best employees. It is a myth that we don't make good employees. That is a total myth. That is not the truth, okay? And I actually believe that it's a prejudice. It is a prejudice against moms to say that we are not good employees. And like all prejudices, we need to just throw them down the trash because like every prejudice I know, it's the total opposite. Sure, 
those few months when a mom or a dad is a new parent, yeah, their productivity may go down a little, but you know what? He or she will more than make up for it. And here's the reason why, okay? I'm going to tell you my top reasons, and it's going to be hard to stop because I can go on and on about this. But the first reason that I'm going to share is just a funny reason. It's funny, but it's true, okay? Mark my words, this is so true, and you know it. (laughs) You know it. But reason number one is because parents are really good at handling squabbles, (laughs) You and I know that there is a lot of politics that go on in the workplace. There are people who get upset, you know, just like anywhere in life. People get upset, people fight. I once took a class by this lady. Her name is Dr. Kim. And I wish I remembered her last name. But anyway, she would say that sometimes people stop maturing at a certain age She used the example of 13. She said, let's say you're dealing with somebody and they stopped maturing at age 13. She would say, you are essentially dealing with a 13-year-old. And based on my friends that I've talked to, sometimes they are dealing with people who are very immature. (laughs) You know, they may be dealing with people who stopped maturing at age 13, 15, whatever it is. And these people may have meltdowns. They may get upset very easily. And you know what we do as working moms? We know how to handle this because we deal with it every day. We know how to mediate. We also know to just step away. That's one of the best skills as a mom. Our kids are fighting or squabbling and we just step away. We don't get involved. We decide, does the fight need us or doesn't it need us? And a lot of working moms I know, they don't even get involved with the politics. They stay out of it because they know better. They know. And also, frankly, they don't have the time. They don't have the patience. So they have work to do. They may have limited hours where they could work. You know, some moms work part-time or whatever the reason. They're not going to waste their time on office politics and squabbles. So let me tell you, based on my observation from that alone, that is one reason why working moms make really, really good employees. You know, you don't want to have an office that has all this intrigue and whatever. Like that is gross. (laughs) You don't want that. So the working moms, the working dads, They really have the skills to be above that. You know, they don't have the patience for that. Now, I'm not saying that if you're not a working mom, you're going to be involved in it. I'm just saying that as a working mom, you do have the skills. You are right there. Okay. You got this. Now, another way that working moms make really, really good employees is in my belief they are more productive. Now, I know that that could be offensive to people who are not working parents. So I know that I had to look up some references. And I also was a little worried that you may not believe me. You know, like I can't sit here and tell you, based on my observation, blah, 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 (laughs) like that's not going to fly. 
you are educated, you're experienced, and especially if you're a new working mom, I know you want proof. So I did some research and I found that there was a study from the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, and they looked at the productivity of 10,000 highly skilled economists. And I liked this study because it had a lot of people in it, 10,000 economists. And what the study did was they looked at their productivity in terms of how much research they published. So it was kind of an easy way to measure productivity because, you know, in so many other professions, it's hard to measure productivity. But here they could look at how much was published over the course of the entire career of these people. I think they looked at 30 years. And what they found was over these 30 years, mothers did outperform people who didn't have children. And now this is going to shock you. But mothers with two kids were actually the most productive of all, and the same for working dads. And now that actually makes sense to me. It makes so much sense because when you have one kid, sometimes you don't really know how to do things. You're just in total shock. (laughs) You don't know what hit you. But when you have two kids or more, I mean, you have to learn the skills You have to learn to be productive. You have to learn to make the most of your time. So this makes a lot of sense to me. So it's not my opinion. It's based on the study. Maybe there are studies that show the opposite. I don't know. I'm quoting you the study I found. Now I'm going to tell you from my own life because I want to take you on a journey. And that journey is before I had children. Okay. So before I had children, I was productive. And I'm not just saying this. I really was productive. I was busy at work. I exercised. I've been exercising since before I had kids. And I always had guests to my home. Always. I was always having people over. I was always volunteering in the community. I wasn't just going home every day and watching TV for hours. I was really busy. But after kids, and I know as an experienced mom, you know this, after kids, my pre-mom productivity, it's not even on the same scale as after having kids. Like I can't even measure it because it's such a different place, okay? I was for sure productive before kids, but now it's like I'm productive on steroids, okay? So As I record this episode, it's about 11 o'clock in the morning. And let me tell you everything I've done so far, just so you can understand what productivity looks like after having kids, okay? So I cleaned the kitchen and it wasn't just a normal mess in the kitchen. It was like hurricane hit mess. It was a total disaster. I had to empty the dishwasher, refill it, scrub things. It was a lot. Then I made my kids pancakes from scratch. Okay, not a mix, from scratch. They really liked them, so that was good. I colored my hair. (laughs) I'm not kidding, okay? All this before 11 o'clock. I posted some love in my Facebook group. I like to post every day and say a little something. Okay, and I'm still not done, okay? I cleaned a bathroom. You know, while my hair was setting, I had to do something. So I cleaned the bathroom. 
I meditated. And then I also did some research on working moms. Oh, and then here's some more things I'm remembering. I listened to an audiobook, and while I was in the kitchen, I made myself a beautiful ranch dressing so I would have it throughout the week. <laughs> and now I'm recording an episode. Can you imagine? And I wasn't doing anything particularly that I wanted to be productive. Like, this is me. This is the new me right now. So before I had kids, by 11 o'clock, I probably would have had a thought, oh, maybe I should color my hair today. <laughs> and that would have been it. Maybe I would have eaten breakfast. But that's what I mean, that since having kids, my productivity is at a different level, so I can't even compare it to before I had kids. It's not even like in the same universe. It's like Mars and Venus. It's a total different planet. And of course, as we discussed in episode 31, how you do anything is how you do everything. So it's not like I can be this uber productive person at home and not in the office. That is not possible. Who I am at home is who I am everywhere. And I do so much work that I literally amaze myself. Like this list of things that I told you I've done, I can't even believe it. I wouldn't have believed it was true if I hadn't really have done these things this morning. Now, I'll probably need a nap this afternoon, but that is a lot that we do as moms. And I know you're the same way. I know that if I heard your list of everything you did today, I would probably just want to lie down <laughs> because I know you do so much. As moms, there is no way that you're productive at home and not productive in the workplace. It's just not possible. So this myth that we're not good employees anymore, that is not true. That is not true. I want you to think about yourself. Think about how productive you are at home, even if you're a new mom and you literally just had your baby and you don't even realize how you're changing. I'm telling you, you are getting there and you are just going to blow your mind at how productive you are one day going to be at work and it's not going to take long. <laughs> That's what I said. You're there. Like if you've already birthed your baby, you're there and think about it. If you don't believe me, I want you to think about how productive you are. Really think about it. Maybe do what I do. Write down everything you've done today. Write down everything you did yesterday and think about it. How much would you have gotten done before you had kids? Not even in the same universe, right? It's like totally different. You have some skills, my friend. Being a mom forces you to get those skills. And isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? So now let's talk about the third thing that I wanted to talk about today, about what makes moms really, really good employees. And that is your ability to be proactive and anticipate problems. Because on this podcast, we talk about being proactive a lot. <laughs> Some of my most downloaded episodes are the ones on productivity. Because it is the secret to balancing everything. You know, we know we have to be proactive. 
For example, when you know that if you have dinner on the table at 5.15 instead of 5.30, that that will prevent a meltdown, I know that most nights, okay, not every night, but for sure most nights, I know you're going to have dinner at the table at 5.15 because you want to prevent that meltdown. You are thinking in advance. Your way of thinking has changed because as moms, life can be hard and we are constantly thinking, what can we do to make our life easier in the long run? Now, I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm not saying that we're going to think to ourselves, oh, let me do this so life will be easier and then it doesn't happen. But I know you're thinking this way. Whether you're able to actually implement or not, I know your way of thinking has changed because you want to be proactive. You want to resolve a problem before it even becomes a problem. Now, how valuable is that in the workplace? To resolve a problem before it even becomes a problem. Don't tell me that moms don't make good employees. Can I just say? I can't think of a better skill to help work than pre-solving problems. Let me give you an example. Somebody in our Facebook community posted something she does to be proactive. And what she does is she has a gift closet. So whenever there's a birthday party, she goes to the closet. She's not frantically running to Target because she forgot about an upcoming birthday party. She has a closet filled with gifts ready to go. Kudos to this mom. I'm so proud of her. This is an example that so many of us moms do. We think in advance. We think, what do we need to do today? What can I do while I'm already at Target so that next week my life will be easier? I can't imagine a better employee than that. I just can't imagine. Somebody who's preventing a problem? Don't tell me that working moms don't make good employees. Don't don't even go there. Because I'm telling you, this skill alone, forget about being more productive. Forget about handling conflicts. You're preventing problems. How amazing is that? How amazing. Just such amazing skills. Being a parent has really taught us how to get these skills that we've really always wanted. I mean, these are powerful skills. Problem solving, being productive, conflict. I told you when I started, it was going to be hard to not keep going and going and going. Because I could just go on with the skills we've learned as being a parent. But I'm going to stop with that knowing, just know there are a lot more skills you have. I just don't want this episode to go on for an hour or three hours (laughs) because I know you have a lot of skills. But I want to talk about another issue. Another issue that may be weighing on you. If you're a working mom, who feels like you're not as good of an employee as somebody else who's not a mom. And I have a friend who goes through this literally every work day. And I wanted to bring it up because maybe you're going through this too. Other people may not see the contributions that us working moms are bringing to the workplace. So my friend 
has to leave work a little early to get her kids. Now, she does actually get to work early, but she leaves before most people leave. And every time she leaves, every day she tells me this happens, one of her male coworkers makes a rude comment. You know, it doesn't matter that she may have arrived at work two hours before him. He has to say something. Every time she steps out of the office, he says to her something like, is it that time already? Or you're late. Isn't it time to go? He makes some comment about her leaving early. You know, it's not rude enough that he could get in trouble because he's very careful not to say, oh, you're leaving early now because you're a working mom. But yet he's making a snide, rude comment. So I just wanted to bring this up on this episode. Besides just telling you how great you are and how many skills you have now that you're a working mom, I did want to bring up that people may be saying things to you that make you feel badly. They're purposely doing it, right? This man who tells my friend, oh, is it that time already? I mean, he's saying it for a reason. He doesn't say it to other people. He is purposely trying to make her feel badly that she's a working mom. And I have many friends who go through an iteration. I just gave you an example of one of my friends, but I know for some people, it's even more blatant. I have somebody in our group who's a pregnant mom, and she gets so much discrimination because of that. And it's blatant. It's not subtle like these people at my other friend's work. It's more blatant. So here's what I want you to do, my friend. First, I want you to listen to this episode again, and I want you to remember all the amazing things that you contribute to your workplace. I want you to make your own personal list, okay? Because like I said, I can't have this episode go on forever. So I only listed three ways that as a working mom, you have incredible skills to be a good employee, but go ahead and make your own list. And then when you hear these discriminatory phrases that so many of my friends and clients hear, I want you to look at this list. Look at the list of things that you contribute to your workplace. If you want, (laughs) and you're back in the office, you could even post this list in a hidden spot where you work to remind yourself. And sometimes my friends tell me these comments can even come from other working moms. Isn't that awful? Really? That's what they tell me. It's even other working moms who may make these comments. So I invite you to make this list and keep it close. And as you come up with more things, you know, add them to the list. And I want you to be sure to add to the list about the beautiful example that you are setting to your sons and daughters. Let them see what it means to be a working mom. Let them know that they can do it too. And don't let this discrimination and prejudice keep you down. Because in my opinion, and I'm sure it's true for many of the working moms who are more experienced who listen to this podcast, but being a parent, I believe, gives you the skills to be phenomenal employees. Phenomenal. Don't doubt yourself. 
don't see like you're less than any other employee because I know your productivity is through the roof. I know that you are an amazing employee and you can be an amazing employee with children. And it actually makes you a better employee because you now have more skills. Life has taught you more skills. And if you're a new mom listening, I am so excited for you to start noticing all the new ways that being a new parent will make you grow and discover who you are, give you new skills. It'll make you feel more like yourself, that you that you've always wanted to discover, the you who's productive and has these amazing skills. And I have one last thing to ask of everybody who's listening to this episode. (laughs) I knew I was going to get emotional. And that is be the change. Be the change. As you move up in your organization, be the one who doesn't stand for this discrimination against working moms. Don't contribute to it. Don't do that. Be understanding of the working mom. Help her. And if you see somebody making these rude comments that are done in a subtle way, or even in a not subtle way, you make it known that we do not tolerate that kind of talk or behavior in an organization because as you move up, you will have the power to do this. You will have that power. Yeah, maybe when you're lower in the organization, you don't want to risk your job by making waves. I get that. And as you grow and as you become, and I know you'll be there, the top in your organization, you change the culture and you make it so it's not okay to say those comments to other working moms. Instead, you support the moms and you know that they're going to make the most amazing employees. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it has really changed the way you think, the way you think of yourself and as your responsibility as a working mom growing in your organization, that not only will you start thinking of yourself with pride, but you will extend it to others because when we learn and when we grow, we can make change in the world. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would absolutely love for you to schedule a free call and we can talk about your own individual challenges. You already know that I absolutely love helping busy working moms organize their lives, find time to get things done, while also finding the time to take care of themselves. So incredibly important. You gotta have the self-care. To schedule the call, go to balancedworkingmoms.com slash services. I look forward to talking to you.